Hello, everyone. Welcome to It's a Shoot, the wrestling, wrestling podcast where we say what we really feel. Um, Luke, what do you think about Roman Reigns retiring The Undertaker? Uh, do you think this will be the start of a heel turn? We've definitely uh, saw some of that, that on Raw. Uh, now, I, now, I understand why you might be left a little speechless. It was a very big shock that The Undertaker retired at WrestleMania this year. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take over for you here, Luke. Uh, yeah, definitely get your opinions, Molly. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you know, you know me. I'm a big Roman Reigns fan, even though Brooks is yep. probably gonna murder me now. Uh, yeah. And I'm and I'm happy with this. It's not really his fault. He was put in that position, but everybody sure seems to hate him for it. Yeah, he did get booed for 15 minutes. For 15 minutes, he he got booed, and you know that's you know that's just life, you know. Yeah, he's not the good guy, but he's also not the bad guy. Yeah, he is the guy. It's his yard now. God. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to uh, Tell Your Pride, the show where, for some reason or another, we watch all of Tilly Spies. I'm Ashley Minor, uh, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, everyone. Uh, Luke, are you still live over there? Is it safe? <laughs> Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> no, but it's never been safe, but it's as close as you're going to get, buddy. Uh, well, all right. Listen, WrestleMania was uh, last weekend. By the time you're hearing this, it was two weekends ago. Sorry about the delay, but, uh, you know, that's that's how the recordings work. Yeah, uh, which one of us actually watched. I did. I watched most of WrestleMania. Uh, I did not catch all of it because that show's seven fucking hours long, Jesus and I wanted Christ. to die. Christ, <laughs> right? What? No. <laughs> it was. It was. It's really long, Luke. I bet you didn't think that they could have wrestling for seven hours. No, they can't. It's illegal, actually. There's no human way that that is interesting for seven hours. You're right. That's why we left. <laughs> uh, so let me lay out the scenario for you. Uh, my friend Roxy said, hey, come over to my house. We're going to buy 120 chicken fries and watch uh, <laughs> WrestleMania. Okay. And I said, fuck yes, we're going to do that. Yeah. Uh, so we went down to Burger King uh-huh. uh, that day. And we sure shit bought that many chicken fries. <laughs> okay. Uh, so far, so good. So far, so good. The Burger King crew did want to kill us. That makes uh, sense. I will that makes say sense. that. Um, and the chicken fries were undercooked, but I guess Ugh. that's what happens when uh, you know you order 120 of them. Right. They got to cook them fast. Now, how many you, of them did you manage to? Head? How many of them did you manage to eat? Now, I personally, you personally. ate exactly nine chicken fries. Okay. Uh, I had I had one pack of chicken fries because I wasn't really feeling that hungry, and also if I eat too many chicken fries, I get very sick. Sure, yeah, but your threshold for too many chicken fries is above two. It is, <laughs> it is above two. Unlike I above some two. other hosts on this podcast, I knew it was fucking coming. <laughs> <laughs> knew it was coming. Uh, so we had a few people there, uh, 
and we all, you know, part partook in these chicken fries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that part was pretty good. Um, the WrestleMania part, also okay, pretty good for the most part. Um, wrestling's okay sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hardy Boys came back. That was pretty weird. <laughs> I, I like not the Hardy Boys. You exactly. I want to ask, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Luke, let me listen. Luke, let me tell you about the final deletion. I don't know. Well, okay, Ashley made me watch that. So those dudes. Okay. So those dudes came back to WWE because they realized they could get paid way more money. Sure. Uh, and also not work for like a very shitty company. Right. Well, still a very shitty it's company, a, but... A, in a different way, shitty. I don't even think that that video qualifies as wrestling. That was, like, some weird... It doesn't. It's really not. ...David Lynch-ass film. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not really wrestling as much as it is just two brothers kind of, like, throwing Roman candles at each other and yeah. jumping in a lake. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, and kind of lighting a cross on fire. Like, kind of, but yeah. not really. Yeah. Yeah. Like their own cross. Like, cool it, yeah, cross. like it's like it's a <laughs> the cool cross. The extreme cross. <laughs> um anyway, WrestleMania was okay. We we left um because we started at four PM and then it was nine PM because uh, we were two hours behind, and I said, I'm going home and I'm not gonna watch the rest of this tonight. Uh and my friend was like, Yeah, that's a good idea. And I was like, Thanks. Uh also, I had work the next day. Sure. So, uh, so you did not see Roman Reigns versus The Undertaker? No, I will probably... I, I probably will go back and watch it later. Because uh, I do want to see that shit show. <laughs> um, knowing that The Undertaker cannot have a good match because he's 400 years old. Uh, and that Roman Reigns will never have a good match with The Undertaker. Uh, you know, that sounds like a perfect combination that I really want to see. It literally ends with the fi- the stage getting lit on fire. I saw the... <laughs> I think that was after the show, though, right? Yeah, but still. Yeah. Uh, you know I- what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I don't want to talk about WrestleMania. I want to talk about Horizon Zero Dawn. I-, I came up with this wrestling goof, the, you know, it's a shoot. Right. Yeah. At work, I'm like, oh, that'd be a funny th- way to intro it. I'll throw it to Luke, and he'll get exasperated at me. <laughs> then it actually happened a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we it's just the three of us this week. We, this is just freestyle, and it's fine. Yeah. There doesn't We've have to be a structure. For a while. We've been freestyling for a minute. Um, yeah, More I've, than a minute. More than a minute. It's been like an hour. We I started Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, that's a good video game. That seems like a pretty good a video good, game, yeah. Yeah, that's a good video game. Uh, I guess, like, the... So, I want to talk about, like, the opening of that game. Because uh, the cutscene that plays before you start the game is pretty good. Like, you know, your main character's a baby, and they bless the baby and give her a name and all that stuff. Uh, and then you're immediately given control of the six-year-old version of the character uh, named Aloy. Uh, and she's perfect and adorable. Uh, and I love her. And that's basically all you need to know. Okay. She falls down a hole. She falls down a well, uh, into a cave. Um, I don't want to like spoil everything. There's, there's shit yeah. starts happening like right away. Uh, yeah, but not in a serious way. Uh, I was saying this morning that like after you complete the first opening area, 
Uh, shit pops the fuck off within like 45 minutes. When that game pops off, it pops the fuck off. You go from <laughs> unknown dork out in the wilds to special JRPG protagonist level of leadership in this tribe in mm, 50 minutes. It's it's something. Yeah, it, that, um, that game seems I, really cool. It's got a very good... What I, what I will say about it, it's got a very good bow and arrow. And that's... I'm very glad that the year of the bow can continue, will continue. Right. Um, it's very satisfying. Very can you go bow. into slow motion and shoot five arrows at once that all explode you can, on impact? So you can go into slow motion. Okay. Uh, I don't have a bow that shoots five arrows. Okay. Uh, I do have fire arrows and a sling that throws bombs. Okay. Uh, so I can go into slow motion and throw bombs. All right, all right. Uh, but I can't shoot five of them at once yet. But, you know, forthcoming. I'm still in the first, you know, five hours of that game. So, yeah. There Maybe is that's... an upgrade that you can get that you to shoot multiple stuff. So Okay. That's okay. right. Yeah, it's on the skill tree. So, you know. Fair enough. Uh, you can also slide and go into slow motion in that game, you which f- is... It's fucking that's, sick. Yeah, that's pretty good. And it's really cool to have a robot like panther jump at you you just slide under and just fucking fill it with arrows it's yeah. so good that was one of the best uh, parts of uh getting really good at metal gear rising is sliding between a dude's legs and cutting him in half as you go between his legs well see that's what when uh julie and i were playing titanfall uh-huh. uh we were we started to you know use like shotguns and destiny yeah, uh, and that's that's the Titanfall specials when you slide by a guy and just shoot him right in the chest as you're going by and kill him. Right. Uh, Titanfall two also still a very good game. Hell yeah. Yeah, Titanfall two is great. The sliding that is also very good. Oh, it's good. so good. Yeah, games with good slides and good bows and good shotguns. That's really all you need in life is is those three things. Yeah. Um, I've hogged the first ten minutes of this opening for once. So Luke, what? Hey buddy, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, as long as we're still talking about video games. Sometimes I worry we talk about video games too much in the intro to this show. No, I mean, like, listen, people are still listening to us. I think we might just be dorks. I uh, Oh, what? God. Absolutely. No, guys, listen. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as we're owning it, uh, I did play a lot of Persona 5 this week. You have. Just, like, a lot of it. Um, that's a very good video game so far. Uh, I, I am, like, waiting with bated breath for the homophobia to show up, because I know it's gonna. Hasn't yet, Mm. but it's only a matter of time. But... Yeah, no, uh, of course it is. Until then, having a lot of fun with it. It's real good. Yeah, no, that sounds like a good time, uh, but every time I hear something new about the game, like... My curiosity is so high from people who like that game that I'm like, you know, I might maybe maybe sometime I'll just grab that and see. Sure. And then like I hear something new, like you can't stream this game and it's banned oh, yeah. to talk it, and it's like, oh well, never never mind. I don't care that much actually. That stuff is idiotic. Yeah, there yeah. that that's all real dumb. Or even like, oh, all of gay characters are just homophobic and there to hit on the main character <sighs> and make them uncomfortable. It's like, oh, well, okay, I guess I don't need to play that one. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I wish they didn't keep making me like, and I say they, I don't mean like the persona people. I just mean like them in general didn't keep making me uh, second guess whether or not it's okay to like the things I like by making them shitty in places. 
Right. Because it happens all the time with everything. It's always like, oh, I really like this. It's a lot of fun. Or that TV show is real good. Oh, well, the mm, the actor said that, huh? Well, guess I need to have a conversation about whether I can watch this show on principle anymore. And just, I don't, with, I don't want that in my life. I feel like if it's like an actor said something shitty, it's a bit easier to kind of distance that from the thing. Sure. But like when the shadiness is in it, it's harder. Oh yeah, definitely. Like there are shades and degrees of it, but it's uh, uh yeah. Like and also, but that said, like I still, I acknowledge that Persona Four is really shitty in a lot of places. I still love that game, yo. Yeah, same. I mean, it, it, it it's like I said, it's it's complicated, and I wish that it wasn't. <laughs> they could have just yes, done a I, good job instead. Yeah, uh, no, but no, they didn't. Right, I, is I the real issue. Uh, a thing about how the Persona team especially st- keeps fucking that up. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they reminded me about uh, Catherine. Right. And I knew there was a trans woman character in that that already has some bad shit in it. Yeah. I had forgotten at one point that someone who has sex with her, and, and she is well, post-op, Yes. Says that her vagina felt weird. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he could, like, even though he is a virgin, like, he could just tell. Yeah. Hey, hey, hon, that was great. You got a weird pussy, though. <laughs> Why your pussy game weird? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, that sucks. But also, everything I... I what I can see in Persona 5 looks amazing. It's all... Sorry, hang on. What the fuck? I'm obsessed with this line now. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you... If you fuck a girl... Yes. If you fuck someone with a vagina... Yeah. And then when you're done, go, Wow, you got a weird pussy. Well, I think what he's talking doing? to his bros the day after because they're like, Hey, bro, I did do. Is, is that the scenario? I think so. Yes. Okay, I guess that's less weird, but also what? Right. Yeah, I got this. I got with this girl last night. It was fucking. It was. Listen, guys, it was great, but her pussy was weird. Yeah. Well, and people have pointed out a few times where, like, the whole thing about Persona Five is all of these kids have been like misjudged by society and like shunned uh, for reasons that are no fault of their own, and they're like good people that have been. Rejected because of dumb crap. So, like, for them to then be homophobic, like, and reinforce that societal, like, problem really makes that whole message of that game feel hypocritical. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, like, I think it was, uh, someone we all know, uh, Tall at Arcane Crystal said this really well. Yeah. Is that, like, Persona 4 is a game about... Uh, looking at how society, you know, puts you into a corner and puts you, like, into, makes you, like, do certain things, and then realizing that, uh, no, they're totally right. Society is really... And, and, and to be fair, like, I think that is the least generous reading of Persona 4, but it is... Yes. Like, it is a valid reading of it. And I, yeah, like, yeah. Especially with the golden ending. Oh, yeah, the golden ending definitely hits that a little harder, even. But, uh... 
I'm sorry we, we turned your thing of like, man, this game's really, really great to well, like, listen, let's get on I, it. Yeah, listen, I I get it. I get it. It's it's a it's a series with problems and Welcome it, to our new segment, the problematic hour. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a series with a lot of issues that I wish it didn't have because yeah, it makes it feel like enjoying the good parts of it. Uh, it, it it feels difficult to do that without uh, tacitly accepting or endorsing the uh, the shitty parts. Cause yeah. man, that UI. Oh, it's such a good UI. God, it's like when you hit the tactics button to change like your party member's AI stuff. Your character's shadow like stands up in the background, like puts their hand on their chin to think about what they want to order people to do. Shit. It's so good. I, I saw that at the beginning you have to agree that this is a work of fiction. Yes. And if you And if you if you don't, it just boots you back to the main menu. Man. <laughs> it just it just goes like you hear a vo- guy's voice go like well, it seems like this is where we part ways, and then it just shows like a subway going past, and that's it. Fuck. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's yeah. But then you actually start that game, and you're like robbing a casino, and you get arrested, and then it cuts to you at the police station where they've been beating you, and the way you enter your character's name is you have to sign a fake confession for the uh, prosecutor. Shit. <laughs> uh, for the interest of time, Ashley, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, is there is there anything you want to talk about before? Uh, yeah, uh, two quick things. Yeah. Uh, one to continue the video game trend. Uh, I've been playing a lot more of Near. Okay. Uh, Near Automata. That game just continues to really be my shit. Good. I'm glad. Uh, it's got a lot of really interesting uh, thoughts about like. Gender and sexuality and, like, man's place in the world. Shoot, okay. Uh, definitely, like, one of the... Like, you come across, like, a bunch of, like, robots that are... And they, they have all, like, chosen their own names and chosen their own genders and stuff. And, like, made families, like, just from being around each other. Yeah. Which is really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, like, it's... Yeah, I don't want you to spoil me anything, because... No. Yeah, because, you know, we talked about it a bit here and there, and it sounds very good. Yeah, and I just want to say very quick, like, all the characters are super, uh, just... Like, I'm, like, a few, only a few hours in, but they instantly nail, like, oh, this is what this character is. Sure. And here is, like, why you like them, and it... You, you like them a bunch. I really like Nines. Nines is such a fucking dork. Uh, he's the boy robot that rolls around with you. Fucking goofball. Yeah, and uh, 2B is also really good. She's a bit more, like, closed off, so you get, like, a lot less kind of funny stuff with her. Her stuff is much more like, man, I hope... What we're seeing isn't true, because if it is, I'm a fucking monster. Yeah. A lot of, like, discussing of, like, war crimes. Yeesh. It's good. Okay, Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, very quickly, uh, I 
just watched the end of Dragon Maid. And hey, you want to talk about shows with problematic content? Who <laughs> <laughs> boy. But, um, man, that ending of that show is really fucking good. And I wish I could recommend that show freely, but I can't. Right. Gotta, gotta throw the caveats on. Yeah, I gotta throw a lot of caveats on. But sure. that where that show ends up is really touching. Which is really weird to say about the dragon titty anime. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm glad it came out okay. Like it feels like and it's probably unintentional that it follows on the heels of Yuri on Ice, you know, in terms of like mm. air quotes representation. Sure. Mm. Um uh, the the something I saw about Yuri and Ice, especially with that series, because it is they're both in that kind of same weird, like qua like quasi representation. Right. That's yeah. Uh, something I heard that kind of like changed my opinion on it was if someone fights for queer representation and like puts in everything that they can to like show it, and it's pulled away from the creator at the last moment by the people in charge. Yeah. It's kind of hard to really hate them for, like, queerbaiting you when they were always intending to come through on it. Yeah. It, it, and it's not necessarily their fault that they couldn't. Yeah, it's it's not like they were like, oh, I will do this because it will attract, you know, queer people and then not actually go through with it because, lol. But yeah, it, it is more like, no, this is clearly the intended thing. We just can't outright say it because of bullshit. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I think that's enough for our kind of itch stuff. Hey, guys, I'm going to play the that? music right now. Do you hear that? Yeah. Oh, God, I think it might be a giant ladies walking towards us. This is out of the back of Philly Minute. <laughs> Hit the music! Uh, I'm talking about a lady's actual size. No! I'm talking about a lady whose actual size. No! 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 Words fail. Buildings tumble, the ground opens wide. Light beams down from heaven. She stands before my eyes. She's actual size, but she seems much bigger than me. I've never known anybody like her. She's actual size nationwide, believe. <laughs> I thought you were gonna forget. I gave you the floor first. Never. How you doing, Molly? I'm good. How are you? Luke? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Well, listen. Seems like last week, uh, you know, things kind of seemed like they hit a bit of a roadblock. You did read uh -huh. that one decent story I had. I did, and you were okay with it, but it wasn't really, you know, whatever. Well, the thing I will say, it's not because, you know, I didn't, like, enjoy it specifically because it was a giantess story. I'll say that. Right. Like, I think I mentioned that. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I, I've, it has not been, like, even a full week, I don't think, since we last recorded. So I've been kind of uh, trying to figure out where to take this segment next because, <laughs> Lord. Um, but uh, I, I thought, really, we should just have an honest discussion here and figure out because, listen, the reason that this started is because you kind of liked the great fairies in Zelda. So let's uh -huh. let's have a discussion. What 
tell me about how you liked them and what they made you feel, and maybe I can find something more oh tailored to what, to what interested you. <laughs> Just I... lay down on this couch. Uh, no, I, I will not lay down on the couch. I've got a video of Attack of the 50-Foot Woman playing on the TV in the office. <laughs> well, I sit at this desk with my notepad. Uh-huh. And, uh, just, uh, yeah, let's let's have a discussion. <laughs> have an honest, an honest talk. Let's have a little heart-to-heart. Listen, it wouldn't be the first time <laughs> you've you had a heart-to-heart about, heart about your kinks on this show. <laughs> or within the last hour. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, let's... Christ. let's Let's, uh, let's, let's have a chat. <laughs> Luke, what do you want me to tell you? <laughs> Listen, I, like I said, I need to know where to explore next to try and to deepen this bond to the giant ladies. So I need to figure um, out what it was that excited you about the great fairies. Luke told me, uh... Off air, like when we were just talking one on one, that he was like, "I don't know where to go with the next <laughs> minute because I feel like eventually I'm just gonna have to ask." Why Molly would you bring this she... up? <laughs> Molly wasn't here for this, Ashley. <laughs> I'm an age of chaos. Uh, <laughs> what Molly like r- really liked about that story, and I, I didn't think he'd do it. I don't, I don't know. It was, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, they're just very good big ladies. That's right. Just right. But uh, yeah. So they, yeah. they're very big. And what? Why is that they're, noteworthy to you? Like, what is? I, I don't know. They're all very pretty. They are very pretty. Okay, yeah. But I mean, lots. Uh-huh. There's lots of pretty people out there. Uh, there are there are lots of pretty people out there. Mm-hmm, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Luke. Uh, do you not know what to tell me, or are you afraid to tell me? <laughs> if I was afraid to tell you what was on my mind, we would not have talked about what we talked about before this episode started. <laughs> I mean, do should I explore that angle? I can probably find some things that mix that in. <laughs> oh Christ. Oh no! <laughs> God, you're you're really not giving me much to work with here, Molly. I'm not. You're right. You're, you know, Ashley, can you excuse us for a moment? I gotta take Molly aside here for a second. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm okay, good. yeah, well, Molly, Molly, come here, come here, come here, come yeah, here. Yeah, hey, hey, hi, Luke. Listen, started this segment. Uh huh. People are gonna get bored of it if it doesn't go anywhere eventually. I need you to kind of, you know, work with me here. Well, what do you, listen, I don't, you put, you really put me on the spot in terms of like, hey, hey, do you want to, like, hey, do you want to fuck that big lady? And right. it's like, well, I mean, like, yeah, but w- that, Okay, yeah, okay, see, right like, there, that, that was just more honest than you've ever been on this segment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, yeah, okay, so, it's it just, I, I need you to, you know, this this segment has to progress. It has to go somewhere. So, I mean. Right. It does have to go somewhere. And listen, it, I will tell you, this this segment, I'll tell you, it's not my responsibility. You're the one who brought this into the world. Listen, I understand that. But I would just, you you are complicit in it, whether you want to be or not. And I would appreciate it if you worked with me a little bit. That's all I'm saying. 
yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying my best to work with you. Okay. But also, this segment is also kind of devoted to humiliating me in a way. I don't think so. That's it's true kind at of all. difficult to work with that. <laughs> I don't think it's about humiliating you at all. Okay, well, no, but also. I think we're just trying to have an open and honest discussion about sexuality as it relates to imaginary giant women, and I don't see what's wrong with that. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that specifically, really. Yeah. Listen, can we maybe. Uh... <laughs> Ashley, do you want to talk about spies? Uh, do you guys want me to come back in? Yeah, you can come back in. You can <laughs> yeah, come back hey, in. Yeah, come on back okay, in. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, hey, hey, sorry. Hey, oh no, coke. no, we're, no. Listen, we asked you to leave. It's it's fine. You don't have to. You don't have to apologize for that. Welcome to episode fifty-six of Toller Prize. I do. Uh, I do want to point out that your girlfriend posted a lot in the Slack chat about how tiny you are compared to her. Does that does that oh, help at all? Making it personal good, with your great. girlfriend. This okay, is. I, I'll, I'll just head back out. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> she does say that she is five to six feet taller than you no, because that's you're a bit extremely of an small. No, that's an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyone want a drink? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, because yeah. you. Yeah, that'd be, yeah. That'd be I'll, great. I'll just go to the refrigerator. Anyway. Yeah, thanks. Uh, sorry, she did just say to make sure that you saw all those posts she made about how extremely tiny you are. Oh, Christ. Do I need to look at my phone? Maybe I need to get Pris in here. Maybe, I mean, she knows you better, especially in this context. Maybe she could help oh me find God. an inroad here. What is Pris uh, guessing on Totally Reprise? We can, we can maybe... Never, actually. <laughs> never is actually the answer of that one. Yeah, I'm going to have to get in touch with her and see if we can't uh, figure something out. She is she is uh, a solid six inches taller than I am. Okay, all right, well. We're just uh, going to go the full 30 minutes, don't worry. <laughs> well, listen, you're the one who said it has to get bigger every week. <laughs> I tried it to was stop. a joke, Luke. <laughs> it's what we try to do on these podcasts. <laughs> Luke Luke does not joke. He dares. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Listen, I I will get in touch with Priscilla. We'll see if we can't make some more progress on this next week. Until then, what's uh, what do we got? I just realized we're recording two of these back to back, so now I have to get in touch with her like today. (laughs) Yeah, you have to get in touch with her today because we're recording tomorrow and she's closing. So good luck. Oh shit! Well, okay, maybe it might be a little while then. But uh, I I have (laughs) a I have an idea for Angle of Fans. Uh, This is season three, episode four, Space Much. Yes. Uh, We're back to space. Ashley, do you have anything you would like to add since we just excluded you for a very long time? This episode. <laughs> it's very good. It's pretty good. I really like the villain in it, but we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, you do. Uh, we open up on Space Observatory uh, in, in an undisclosed location uh, in the middle of fucking nowhere, this man has a very large telescope. Yes. Uh, and he's working on a computer, and he, you know, type typing away, and then he gets an alert, uh, that there's a foreign object incoming, uh, and you see a, a rather large meteor on his screen. Yeah, uh, that's about the size of Texas. But yeah, it's, it's about the size of Texas, uh, well, probably more like the size of Rhode Island, if we're being honest. <laughs> God, you uh, fucking nerds. And he runs outside to look at it. Uh, and yeah, that thing sure is headed straight for his uh, lab. And then he runs away and doesn't die. 
Because even though this thing is uh, enormous, right? It just it just blows up the lab a little bit. It yeah. doesn't even blow all the way up. It's just it's just damaged. No one in this uh, show knows how meteors work. No, because nah. that would have wiped out populations. Yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that would have put a dent in the earth. Yeah, that would have put a real big dent in the earth. Um, but instead, it just blows up that man's lab. Um. We cut over to Beverly Hills, uh, 7.05 a.m. I I have a question. I meant to go back and look at the end of Season 3, Episode 1. This is not the same scene, right? Were they just super zoomed in on the villa before? So oh. we couldn't see any of the neighborhood? They m- or I, did they add an entire neighborhood? Huh, I don't know for sure. I, I have to assume that the former... That it was super zoomed in? Yeah. I suppose that's possible, but in my brain, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, man, I don't know, because yeah. now suddenly there are a lot of houses nearby. Uh, they have their own dock. I, I, I just looked, and it is super zoomed in. Okay, okay. All right, I'll accept it. Uh, but we zoom in on the Spies Villa, um, and everybody's waking up, and getting ready to do stuff. Uh, and they suddenly remember that they don't have any parents living in this place. Yes. Uh, today. Just very quick. I just realized that I'm not recording off my, uh, blue, my blue microphone. We're back. We're back. Sorry, we had some minor technical issues. Um, you can probably hear it. You can probably <laughs> hear it now. Um, I was gonna say I can't because you were Skype picked up the right mic, but Audacity not so much. Yeah, weird. Weird. So, uh, we get to the the spies go downstairs, and Sam has finally realized after four episodes. <laughs> That they don't have any parents living with them anymore. Yes, which they, I would argue she's already noticed considering she went to bed wearing her boyfriend's pajamas. <laughs> One of her boyfriend's shirts. Right. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's just uh, a giant shirt. Like, she's not wearing pants. No, she's <laughs> you, absolutely you not wearing pants. You convince me she's wearing anything under that shirt. Well, because she's not. No. She's not. No. It's, they wouldn't have no. drawn that that way. No. Uh, Alex has, like... Panda bear pajamas, yeah, or, or all, like purple pajamas. All of the with PJs the panda bear on them. work very well with their characters. Yes, yeah, and then uh, Clover has a nighty. Yeah. Um. So their idea of living it up is Sam watches TV instead of doing homework, right? Uh, Which struck me as a very un-Sam move. Yeah, that's not a very Sam thing to do, but okay. Uh, maybe it's just all pressure. Maybe, maybe. Uh. Alex decides that eating pizza for breakfast is her way of rebelling when that's just kind of a normal thing. Right. Uh, and then Clover eats cereal for dinner, which 
you know, maybe not the best, but not really out there. Yeah, like, I would, she's probably the most rebellious of the three of them, but... Yeah. Oh, and then they have a shot where they're all getting many petties while wearing towels? They're, like, in a sauna doing manicures, and that's... I'm no... I don't know a lot about, like, nail polish and that sort of thing. I feel like a hot, steamy environment might make it hard to paint your nails. Now, I'm not going to pretend like I'm very good at nail polish, but uh, that seems bad, yeah. Yeah, it seems like it might not, the paint might not dry, the, the polish that might, might not dry. might be the opposite of what you want, yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to very quickly point out, while well, same as watching Kelvin, she is also listening to a Walkman. Yes. Has a magazine on the floor, and also has a book about Shakespeare. You're going to tell me That's Sam true. can't do four things at once? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's reading all of those at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, also I love that while uh, Alex is eating the pizza, she pushes away a bowl of fruit. Yes! <laughs> Fuck this fruit. <laughs> oh, she, it's not even like, fuck this fruit. She's like, oh, I don't want that. I want. I just want to eat this pizza. Yeah. God. Um. So they realize this, and then they go shopping, I guess? Yeah. Well, they don't. There's a shopping fantasy oh, as that's pointed right. out yeah. later. Yes. <laughs> it's so bizarre. But uh, a shadowy figure shows up at their villa, right? And then they they all flip backwards into action. Um, it's. I, I I made a reversing gif of it just because it looks so fucking weird. It's, yeah, yeah, it's really. They look like they just kind of flatten out and then they flip over. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, and then we meet Murda Bee's bottom. Uh huh. Uh, who is their? Uh, I don't. Their nanny. Oh, wow! I missed that. Clover points at her and she's got a big swirl on her finger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I was about to say someone has been watching lots of anime. Yeah, lots of anime. Uh, but she goes, "What are you doing in our shopping fantasy?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is very good. Um. She introduces. How do we describe Myrna? She is um a square. She's a very square lady with she's a like square a face. Seven foot by seven foot square. Yeah, she's a big lady. Yeah. Uh, she's supposed to be intimidating, I think. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, yes. And it's working. Right. Because the spies don't like this. She has a riding crop, Molly. She has a. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Because they talk a lot about how it's a nanny, but let's be honest, Whoop heard that they were alone and could probably stand to have their own, like, there's probably a service you can order from Whoop that, like, <laughs> Sam got drunk last night and ordered without remembering. 600 Whoop bucks. Right, 600 Whoop bucks for a dom for the week. God. <laughs> I mean, the worst part is that you're not wrong. No. No, yeah, it's zero. That's what happens right. here. Because, uh, yeah, you're right. I don't I don't know if I'd call this a riding crop, but I it's, mean, it's in the same vein. Yeah, I guess it's more of just a... Uh, it's like a pointer. Yeah, yeah, it's a little too long to be a riding crop. Um, But... The funniest thing about this part of the scene is that every time she walks, the riding crop just gets bigger. The, the <laughs> thing, it just keeps getting longer. Yeah. Uh, but Sam is like, okay, we don't need a fucking nanny. Like, what are you doing here? Right. 
uh, and, you know, she walks through the house and she's like, well, Jerry called me, and also, judging by the state of this villa, you definitely do. Right, she proceeds like, to humiliate them. <laughs> there's garbage all over the floor. And then they act like rats. Out. Like, come on. Ashley? <laughs> 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 Okay, I'm okay now. <laughs> um, so she gives them a list of things to not do, uh, and they can't have no junk food, like curfews at nine. Right. Uh, no phone privileges before homework is done. Mm-hmm. And the spies die. They yeah. die. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> they they die and lay down on the couch, uh, and then they start. Crying and screaming at her Um and they're like no look What if we have like a really important phone call And then Clover's like yeah what if I get a date Uh and then Alex and Samuel Just like the look on their face Like oh Clover you're not helping You're not helping us at all here Right (laughs) But then Uh, she lays down the final rule Which is no boys Uh, Yeah Because they will not receive any pleasure Except from her Listen, I don't like it either. I've just called it as I sees it. <laughs> and you're definitely calling it. <laughs> you're they the one that invited say- me to be a third host on this show. Remember <laughs> that. Did. It's your fault. We did I that. regret that every single day of my life. <laughs> Um, they fall back down on the couch and get whooped, uh, because they can just do that in plain sight, because this nanny is a former whoop agent who apparently got into the nanny biz. Right. Uh, something I did like is when she, uh, hits Sam with her riding crop on the top of the head, it just makes a, a large bonk sound. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Like, she, like she is made of metal. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's so strong. Yeah, she's actually a robot. She's got a robot body. <laughs> she's the six million dollar woman. Uh, so they get whooped. Jerry's just playing with a Rubik's cube. Yeah, <laughs> he's just he's just down there having a having a good old time. <laughs> uh, the spies land and start screaming at him. Um, and then Jerry presses a button on his watch, and then the girls get picked up by you know metallic. Tube tentacles. Uh-huh. And get squeezed until they calm down. Uh-huh. <laughs> because their life is a porn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's bad. Right. Um, unlike their human dom, their robot dom will not tolerate the brattiness. Christ. Uh, Jerry thanks Gladys for helping him with that. Uh, and then he starts to explain, like, listen, I got you the nanny because I have your best interests in mind. Uh, and But listen, we can't argue about this right now. We have a mission. Uh, so they all just fucking drop it because there's meteors hitting the Earth. Right, yes, because Homestuck is happening. I was going to say, this is the Homestuck episode. Right. Um, There's a lot of meteors hitting the Earth. Like a lot. Like, like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, to the point where this would be, like, national news, like, known by everyone. Right. Yeah. Um, Sam was like, wow, since most meteors burn up in the atmosphere, these must be big. And it's like, yeah, we get it. You're the smart one. <laughs> uh, 
and Jerry's like, yeah, it's it's kind of an issue. Uh, and then he sends them over to Gadgets, uh, and they get put into the space spy uniforms, uh, which is the spy uniforms with knee pads and an extra vest with an air tank on it. Yeah. Uh, my my favorite and, part is the knee pads, by the way. <laughs> yes, and also I love the fact that like it is very they almost like cardboard cutouts. Yeah. yeah, can't scrape your knees in space. There's nothing to scrape your knees on in space. <laughs> Listen, but if you did, it'd be catastrophic. <laughs> in space, you. no one can hear you scrape. Oh, <laughs> for some reason, I really don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> You just said their nanny was dolling them, Luke. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I thought this was a sex-positive show, Molly. Oh, Christ. No, not today. <laughs> <laughs> not Hello, during the week pervert. of the cuck comic. <laughs> God. Uh, what a fucking... I hate everything. <laughs> everything except this show. This is all I have anymore. That's all we have. Um, so, uh, they get gadgets, uh, they get exactly two gadgets. Yeah, uh, and the last one that they get is from, is, uh, Alex mistakes it for a, a car keys. Not exactly right. sure why. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Does not um, look like a car key. No. So, uh, even though we do know that Alex, big, big dummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, we'll um, so get to get, that. They get the Magna Boots, uh, which are exactly what you think. They they have Magna Boots. Uh, they get the Ice Queen perfume, but I keep hearing it as ice cream, and Same. that's way better. Way better. So it's the ice cream perfume, uh, and like it freezes just, stuff. You just shoot it into your mouth, and like ice cream comes out. Hell yes. I want that. Oh, God, like it's canned like, ice cream? Like, if it was like a whipped cream bottle, but it was ice yes, cream? Yes, that's what exactly I'm thinking Fuck of. Just, yes. yes. <laughs> just like a little can God. of soft serve. Yeah. Listen, Hell I'll just yes. Take, I'll just get Dippin' Dots. Fuck like, Dippin' Dots. <laughs> oh, okay. Goodness. Um, Jerry hands Alex this remote. She freaks out and thinks it's to a car. Uh, and then we get a look at it, and he goes, no, no, it's it's a remote, so you could call your nanny. It is, like, four buttons. There is no key. There's no key. I, I mean, like, you know, it could be a whoop car key remote. Like, they have voice-activated motorcycles. I don't know why this couldn't be, like, a key fob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I guess. If, if I'm sticking up for Alex for a minute. <laughs> Um, but they, you know, it has a big red button on it, and it has three, like, rectangular buttons, uh, and the big circular red one is blinking, and Jerry's like, oh, that means you got a message. Uh, and then they press it, uh, and you know, like, those really loud messages in Harry Potter where you get the red envelope and then it yells at you for, like, Like, ten minutes? The howler. Yeah. The howler. Thank you. Uh, that's what happens. Yes. Um, the nanny pops up and is like, I expect you to behave yourselves on this mission. It's like, Jesus, calm down. Yeah. Also, her lip sync is super bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, but, so they play the message to Alex and Clover start crying. Yes, they don't like this nanny. They don't like this. Sam is just like rock hard. She's like, I don't give a shit. Uh, 
she turns it off. They get sent off uh, in their new spaceship. Oh yeah, by the way, this is gonna be up so many people go to casually to space a bunch. We're just, yeah. yeah, we're just gonna go to space a lot. They talk so much about how the girls aren't responsible enough to take care of themselves and so they need a nanny, and then they make them fly a ship into space. I there's there's a real real kind of quality to this. If you can operate a spacecraft, you can live on your own. I mean, like, it's not like they're kids either. They're 16 years old. Like, in theory, like, yeah, they might skip out on homework or something, but they can generally take care of themselves right, at this they, point, they I bet. they can be home alone for, you know, a month. Yeah, they can, yeah, however long this vacation, well, I mean, the vacation is forever because their parents are dead now, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, man, it's a, it's a weird episode and the nanny doesn't even tie in that well. No, the nanny's just nothing. The, the fact that I think we read yesterday, like last week. <laughs> that the nanny comes back is super weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they shoot up, and they're, they're shooting off into space. Um, and I don't get, like, Sam tells her not to touch the levers and buttons, and they're going faster, and then they go to space, and then they start spinning, but then everything's fine. Uh, the sequence is just... Oh, and then Sam switches seats. They just teleport. Because uh, they're like, Sam's smart. That means she can pilot a space station. <laughs> they can, yeah, we, she can pilot. A us. We can't. Uh, Alex does make note at the beginning of this that she barely passed driver's ed, so she doesn't know why she's the one flying this ship. <laughs> which which yeah, is fair. true. Good bit of continuity. That's Yeah, that's canon. <laughs> um, So what I can't tell to begin with are they flying towards this meteor that is going towards Earth, or something different? I because did, did, so. What I'm asking, I guess, is did they fly past it and then turn around? Uh, because otherwise, none of this makes sense. Yeah, I guess because hmm hmm because they <laughs> chase the meteor down is the thing. Yeah, huh? I hmm. So, so did they fly towards it and then pass it and then turn around? I, y- yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're hundred percent right because the meteor looks like it's coming straight at them, but it's not. They're chasing it. But they constantly talk about like, oh, you need to catch up to it. Yeah. Uh, it's just very confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we see that this um. Meteor is going to land on Russia? Question mark. Yes, there is a like space cadet training camp that it's going to crush. Yeah. Luckily, they all speak English. Look, thank God. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're training, and then uh, Sam kills Alex and Clover by turning up the speed on the jet without letting them sit down first. They say, yeah. "How close can you get us to the meteor?" Sam says, "How close do you want to get?" And just. Goes full throttle to smash into it immediately. They're like, no, 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 we didn't mean kill us. <laughs> they fly back and hit a wall. Yeah. Um, Sam turns around like, oh, sorry. And they just get up. Um, so, they, they, 
I don't understand anything that's happening from here on in on this episode. Nothing about this episode makes any fucking sense. <laughs> Sam sets it to autopilot, I guess. Or is she? No, she's still piloting it. Okay. Yes. She, Sam is piloting the ship, and Clover and Alex go out onto the top of the ship with, you know, they the have magnet the magnet. Boots. Yeah, the magnet boots and all that. And they keep getting... This is the only reason why they're in there, because I'm guessing they, like, wrote this, and they're like, you just can't have them stand on the ship. <laughs> they would... Now, the other thing is, they would let them just stand on the ship if it wasn't in space. They actually took space into consideration this time. Because <sighs> they've definitely just stood on ships before, on, like, airplanes before. True. Uh, so they bust out the Ice Queen perfume, and they start spraying the meteor. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where I was like, wait a minute, like, I, why is that going to si- solve everything? Right, yeah, how does that <laughs> help? on, everybody. And, like, at so, first I was like, well, maybe if they, like, co- like, make it really cold, like, you know, like, when it goes into the atmosphere, like, it'll explode or something, and it'll turn into, like, a bunch of small ones. That'll be yeah, maybe okay. it'll shatter and then burn up. Sure. No. M- maybe, yeah, no, yeah, though. no. Uh, they're... So they spray it, and then it cools off, and then it fires the fuck back up again because it's still falling towards Earth and its atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, oh, okay, and then they throw both of the bottles at it, and it turns into an ice... No, okay, okay, I need to... One, the, uh, the cosmonaut training facility is in view of the Kremlin. Yes, it is. That's how you know it's in Russia. So, is that the Kremlin? Because that's what I was going to say, too, and then I looked it up, and the Kremlin just looks like a fucking building. Probably not the Kremlin. I'm probably an idiot. Right, but, but it's like that, like... It's the that same building thing you from see. Tetris. Yeah, it's the... <laughs> exactly. It's the building from Tetris. So, it's yeah. right outside the Tetris headquarters. Right. <laughs> uh, and they're like... It, they're go from space, and then Sam's like... 10 seconds of impact, and they are in atmosphere. The spies are still on top of the spaceship. <laughs> they entered the atmosphere on top of a spaceship. At, at the same speed as a meteor. Yes. <laughs> and uh, even though the meteor is still going just as fast as it always was, and that's the actual problem, not the fire. No, uh, not the fire. <laughs> Also, the friction doesn't make it immediately catch on fire again. Uh, it just hits the ground harmlessly as a big block of ice. This meteor is bigger. It is... Let's see. I'm I'm comparing the cosmonaut standing next to it. It would take, I would say, 25 of these cosmonauts to make up the outside of this meteor. It's so and big. That's, that's probably a small amount. I probably need to say more. Yeah. Um, it's a big meteor, and everyone here's dead, actually. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, no, everything's fine, because cause perfume saved the day. Here is the, like, the writer's room about this. Well, like, fast things are hot, right? Right. Like, they get hot when they go fast, <laughs> right, right? so if you make something cold, it slows down. Which... Because, like, when they make it cold, it stops in midair and then, like, kind of falls again. On, like, a molecular level, I guess that's true. I... I don't... But... It just is so... Uh, yeah, there's nothing about this that makes any fucking sense. So, it gets worse. They land, 
And, like, all the, the cosmonauts are like, oh, thank you, you saved us. Like, you, you did a great job. And it's like, okay, great. They pull out their compounders. No, they don't. Uh, no, they- no, listen, Luke, I will get to it. Listen, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> they pull out the compounders, uh, and they start scanning the meteorite, and it's giving off some sort of signal. It's like making uh, them act haywire. Yeah. And then they said, oh, the X powders are being very weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry? <laughs> Wait, what is this device? It's the X powder. When did we... I, uh-huh. Literally last episode, literally last episode, they called them compounders. Mm-hmm. What, what happened? Uh, they got What's... the X powders. <laughs> with, uh, with no announcement. With yeah. no... But no fanfare. Nuh-uh. Okay. <laughs> you sure. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, see, they got the X powders when, like, see, these started. But when you get something new, like, you still like are calling it, like, oh yeah, it's you know, like, yeah, they're not the used to saying it, but yet. like you're still calling it an iPhone, right? <laughs> right. Oh my god. Um, also, this show's bad. <laughs> also, this show's very bad. I mean, I love... <laughs> it's a bad oh, show. Yeah, no, I love it to death. Um, Sam rips off a sample of this meteor with her bare hands. Uh, and then we cut back to Beverly God, Hills she High. does, doesn't she? <laughs> I did not <laughs> realize that. It didn't really click with me how nuts that is. Hang on, Luke... I'm going to send you this screenshot. Look how tall this lady is. Wait, which lady? This one's for you, buddy. Okay. Uh, I just noticed that in this oh, uh, establishing shot, look at the right side. Uh, oh, my Compared God. to the bench. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yeah, big lady. Yeah, here's like a solid 12 feet tall. God, yeah, she's a good 10, 12 feet. <laughs> <laughs> she's beautiful. How you doing? <laughs> It's hey, a cute dress. Also, hey, Spies girl. Also, I like this smear. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good smear. That's Which, a very we good. really. Why do we talk about that so much? It, why? It helps nobody to talk about. Oh, that's a that's a funny picture. Oh yeah, I know. I we, I mean we can post these on Twitter. I post all of the pictures on Twitter. That is true. You should follow Molly and Ashley on Twitter because they post a bunch of funny screen caps. Um. So, oh my god, I cannot believe that. Uh, it's a so, real tall lady. It's a real tall lady. I just, it's, the, the perspective on the show sure is something. Yeah. They don't try very hard to keep the scale consistent. Nope. Uh, we go back to the school. Um, Alex has her chunks him again. So, I guess we're back here. Yeah, I, I made a um, tweet that was just like, Alex, honey, we need to talk. <laughs> we need to have a discussion about cultural appropriation. Just, I know I call it out, like, every time, like, it happens. It's weird it's probably, every time it happens. It, it is weird, and she has a fucking yin-yang backpack. Like, Alex, I'm, mm, you're, <sighs> I, yeah, I don't know. Like I said last time, like, they want me to believe that Alex is some kind of Asian because they'd never make up their mind about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the nanny Why shows up at the school. Why did they just make school. her Asian? 
Yeah, I mean, like, if they just say she is, like... I, I think they wanted you know? to cover all possible bases with person of color. Right, yeah, right. She, That's, she's yeah, literally the, just person of all colors. Yeah, the way I see it is that, oh, she's the brown one. Right. So, we can put whatever, and it's cool. Right, what race is she? Uh, not white. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Beyond that, oh. Um, so, uh, the nanny shows up and gives them each a bagged lunch. Um... Yeah. Sam's is like turkey and something. Yeah. Uh, she tries to give Clover one with roast beef and she goes, No, I'm a vegetarian. She's like, Oh, okay, here's peanut butter and jelly, no crusts. Which, which uh, apparently was originally going to go to Alex, which one? Perfect. Uh huh. <laughs> which is the ultimate Alex sandwich, yes. <laughs> yes, because of course she cut the crust off for Alex. Has Alex ever walked into a subway and gone, hey, do you guys do PB&J? A hundred percent. No, because some, like, foot-long sandwiches are all crust. You can't cut the crust <laughs> off of those. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but she, yeah, but that's the only thing she'd want there. Right. You know, like, she got brought there by some people, and they're like, she's like, um, do you have a I guess I'll just buy a cookie. Yeah. She's like, okay, yeah. I'll just get some chips. I'll just have some Can chips just- and a cookie. <laughs> Oh, you guys got cookies? Oh, man, that's great. Oh, great. I, I do really actually love the, the fact that, like, every time, like, Sam is, or not Clips, uh, Clover is always a vegetarian. I think that's cool. Yeah, have they yeah, been consistent with that? Yeah. Yeah, they've been consistent with that, yeah. That's uh, impressive. Uh, that's, that's like, probably half the reason they say soy stuff so much. Oh, yeah, that's, yes. Clover's a vegetarian. Um, or vegan, I guess, in that case. I don't know. Right. Well, I, I also think, um, like, at some point, soy is just, like, trend. Oh, it's just, like, the blonde girl. Yeah. You know. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hollywood. And that's why um, she's a vegetarian, let's be clear. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so they're very embarrassed that they just got brought lunch at school. Yeah. I guess. Well, they... they, uh, they they didn't realize that the Dominic went, like, all around. They thought it was just a home thing. <laughs> like I said, Sam ordered this while she was drunk at 3 a.m. She accidentally clicked on the full public humiliation package. <laughs> she thought she was getting this... a video. She did not realize it was a, right. a service. <laughs> this cost oh, extra really to have her show up at video. school. <laughs> this video is so much money. Why is it $10,000? Man, this better be oh, good. Well. It didn't download anything. God damn it. I got complaining Jerry Fuck, tomorrow. Took... I'm going to go to sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> no, the worst part is that Jerry dispatched this woman. <laughs> Jerry sent this woman out. So right. you're suggesting. Yes. Jerry runs the Dom service. I'm saying that Whoop agents have a very hard job and they need to unwind in their personal time. <laughs> And Whoop has a full suite of different services they provide to assist in that. Some of it, some of it's masseuse, some of it, Dalming. Yeah. Uh, Mandy shows. Listen, some agents if you, just if you need someone to come take a shit on you, Whoop, Whoop can help out. Okay. If you need someone to take a Mario party on you. Oh, is that too far, Ashley? Yeah, it was, actually. Mandy shows up. <laughs> Anytime, like, I, I got so excited for Mandy because I knew exactly what's going to happen. Right. Which is just dunking. Uh, I do love that Alex is holding the clover bag and 
uh, Clover is holding the Alex bag. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, so I need to point out, it looks like uh, Mandy's wearing, a, like, one leather pants and two a tank top. But then we see it from behind, not a tank top. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, when it does the, like... Uh, oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't have a back. How is she at school? <laughs> She's not wearing a bra! <laughs> Mandy! Like, like, by my school's dress code, Sam's skirt is too short. Uh, yeah, it's not over the knees, you're right. Right, they, it wouldn't pass the flamingo test. The flamingo test? Oh, yeah, that was uh, one leg. Yeah, you had to hold one of your legs back in a 90 degree angle like a flamingo, and if the back of your calf didn't touch your skirt, it was too short. Yowza, that's... Man, I hate schools. (laughs) But Mandy literally has a, like, crop top tank top on the front half, and then two strands of thread on the back. (laughs) Mandy, not to be over outdone by this nanny, has decided to pull her full casual dom look. Because <laughs> uh, these are the shiniest leather pants. Oh, yeah. They, uh, it is latex. She is dying, but goddamn, does she look good. Right. <laughs> um, She's lost Mandy, five pounds since this morning. <laughs> uh, Mandy makes fun of them for getting lunches brought to them by the nanny and makes fun of Alex for getting the crust taken off her sandwich. Uh, it's all very good. Which, God, God help me, it would have been so good if Alex came back with, Listen, usually Sam does it for me, but today... (laughs) (laughs) Baby! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, honey. (sighs) That happens, right? Right, yeah. No, of course it does. (laughs) That's canon, actually. (laughs) They don't let Alex use the knives. No, she can't. I I feel like Alex being like the littlest kid is the thing that like keeps on being true. Like we like right. the joke that we make that it's actually just the show. Yeah. Uh, she's certainly little. Uh so uh, they run off cuz they're getting a call from Jerry and I love Mandy's like waving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, she waves goodbye, and the girls go around the corner of the school, uh, and they get a message from Jerry, who says, yeah, that meteor was, like, all, it's got all kinds of magnetic radiation on it, and then Sam goes, that could be literally anything in space, my dude. <laughs> uh, and he's like, actually, it's this exact thing on this space station that was decommissioned. Uh, and they're like, okay, I guess, like, sure, Jerry. <laughs> um, there's no way he can... Why would he think this was happening? <laughs> Unless he was involved, right? Right, yeah. Yeah. God. He says that there's this big magnetic device that's on this decommissioned space station that's floating around that they just stopped using. Uh, that is, you know, out there. Um, they fly up to it now. And it's all ratty and, you know, it looks very unsafe is what it looks like. Um, and they fly up to it. I just want to say one very quick. I think that I could take some of the screenshots of space, like the space backgrounds in this show. 
Label them as Steven Universe on Tumblr and no one will know the difference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, two, something falls off the space station and apparently explodes on the Earth. Right? Yeah. Th- so, okay. So they fly up to the space station and Clover goes, wow, this is so shitty. Like, why? no wonder they decommissioned it. Uh, and Sam goes, actually, it's entering like a decayed orbit. So, you know, they have to get off of it. And then they show that it's fucked up by having a large chunk of it fall off the bottom. And it falls to Earth and a nuke goes <laughs> off. Yes. Which, like... Uh, if so... Go ahead. They decommission this place. Mm-hmm. And their only plan for it is to just let it fall to Earth and kill who it kills. Yes. The- I mean, to be <laughs> like fair, I- that is like what is actually happens with a lot of satellites, not with a lot of space stations. Yeah, like, well, satellites, I have to, so they would break apart in the atmosphere, right, and get burned up? Is that the idea? Yeah, they haven't. I literally know nothing about this. Yes, that would be the idea, Um, although the problem with a lot of satellites right now is that they are just staying up there in orbit and not falling down and burning up. Right. Which Oh, like they should? Which is making, like, the ring of trash around our planet that, like, people have warned us about. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Which... I just have to, because it's one of my favorite things in the world, there's a really good manga called Planets that is all about trash uh, garbage men in space. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've told us about this yeah, before. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to live on a trash planet. <laughs> just a trash, just a planet made of all that trash. I mean, you do already. <laughs> it's true, I do. Uh, I, I would Great, ge- dream fulfilled. I would guess if they had to get rid of the space station, they would probably take it apart. Uh, bit by bit, and then have that all burn up. Yeah. Right, like, they have to, right? Yeah. Like, this is just, like, there are pieces missing off of the space station. Right. Like, this There's is enormous the, like, chunks. gravity happened here. Yeah. Like, Sandra Bullock got knocked off of this thing last week. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say I'm really looking forward to Tacoma. It looks great. Shh. <laughs> Um, okay, so the thing falls off, it nukes Earth, everyone's fine, I guess. Yep. Um, I I just want to be clear, the explosion is visible from space. It's gigantic. Because this is a, the the shot is that you can see the curvature of the Earth. Yeah. Which lets you know how zoomed out you have to be, and the explosion takes up a decent size of the earth yeah it yeah like uh-huh. even if it's in the middle of the ocean it caused giant tidal waves the only thing i can think maybe is that that explosion happened in the upper atmosphere yeah maybe but i'm not willing to be that generous to so totally <laughs> like spot. it was sure. a fuel tank and like the slightest bit of friction caused like a fire that ignited it <laughs> right sure yeah um they go onto the space station uh, they they sneak up on in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, the the decor. <laughs> oh yeah, they okay. So they get in there. Ashley, go ahead. It looks like a sixties fuck pad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. And to be fair, a space station decorated like a sixties fuck pad is a pretty cool look. Yeah. That's a good aesthetic, yeah. I, I will say, like, there it's is a... Um, retro-futurism shit. There is a blanket that is, like, half over a porthole looking down into space. It looks pretty dope. Also, right. there are candles Which, in space! 
<laughs> Which, so I assumed the implication idea. here was that this was a space station from the 70s that got abandoned back then. No. No, it was abandoned last week. Yep. Which means that um, the person who is here must have brought all this shit. Yes. Uh, yes, she did. Well, yeah. So, we meet uh, D- Lady Luna. Is that her name? Well, before that, we find a box of photographs of oh, yes. astronauts with all their faces crossed out. And Clover, in particular, finds one of... I forget the guy's name. but I he- believe it is Ricky Rickman. <laughs> I, that sounds right. Uh, international pop star and astronaut. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Perfect. Beautiful. I love this show. Uh, I don't know why specifically with him, but when they showed his photo, I was like, look at this anime-looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a Gundam protagonist. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're totally no, right. That's why it's not. so funny. <laughs> um. So, God, they uh, Clover like is fawning over this picture, and Lady Luna comes out. Mm-hmm. I love Lady Luna so much. She has got the best What's hair. up, girl? What's up, girl? I love that all three of us have the exact same reaction to her. <laughs> like, hey, whoa, hi, hey there. How you living? Hey. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> uh, she's a very pretty lady. She is. Um, She's basically in what the spies are wearing, except like a purplish blue. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot more uh, boob. She's got a lot more boob and she's got very big blonde hair. She's fucking fantastic. Yeah. She calls them moonbeams. And she's like her whole thing is that she always calls the the spies like, "Oh, stars, moonbeams, sunlight, right. like, stuff if, like if, that." If her hair was straightened out, it would probably come down to her ankles, but it's all teased up. Uh, I'm very glad Rosalina took some time <laughs> off and decided to <laughs> So um she kind of explains, she explains her plan, uh, is that she's going to keep throwing meteors at the astronauts who were the last crew on the space station. I, I, also, yes. she calls it her celestial layer, which is great. Oh, so good. She's perfect. She's really good. Um, she keeps, like, quoting astrology. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, oh, uh, just you saying, know, like, you know, Aries is in retrograde Mars is or... In- <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah like, Alex talks like about that. how she is, like, you know, one of those, like, infomercial telepsychics that you call up. Yes, yes. Why is she an astronaut? So, here is what I'm guessing, because they don't explicitly okay. tell you, but the hint at it is that uh, Ricky Rickman got onto the space station, but not her. I'm guessing, like, the last, you know, like, it was almost like a... Oh, a celebrity slot. Yeah, like a publicity stunt. Oh, I see. Yeah. So Lady Luna was not popular as Ricky Rickman. Yeah, and she thought that she deserved it more because the stars were yeah, aligned. Yeah, she, like, knows astronaut shit. Well, yeah, well, he's not as cool as Ricky Rickman. No, but I'm saying, like, that can't, she can't just be a celebrity because she knows astronaut shit. No, she then dedicated her life to knowing astronaut shit so she could... 
kill all these guys. Okay. <laughs> so, um, they try to stop her from throwing more meteors. Uh, and she turns off the gravity inside the space station, uh, which, like, makes them stop for a minute. And then she blows a stardust into their faces. Uh-huh. I, I, I do, um, like, she is almost never angry, which I do love. She's always like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, destroy these people. <laughs> but she yeah. does right, get yeah. angry at one point. She clenches her fist and you hear cracking. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Um, she's, like, already one of my favorite villains. I hope there's another episode with her. Uh, cause she's really good. But, uh, like, she blows the dust in their faces, like, okay, I'm just gonna leave you up here. Uh, like, don't worry about it, cause I'm gonna take your ship, and that's pretty much that. Yeah, she was like, uh, like good she, luck stopping me. She's like, like, oh, how are you gonna get out? And like, she's like, I'm gonna take your ship! Duh! <laughs> Um, before doing this, she does shoot a meteor down at Beverly Hills, where Ricky Rickman is. Um, and she explains that, like, she doesn't have to worry about blowing up, uh, or doing a lot of collateral damage, uh, because she's perfected the targeting system. That's not the issue, right? actually. Um, also... Apparently, there's enough meteors going at the Earth all of the time for her to grab them with the magnet and then redirect them. Because she doesn't pull this meteor in from outer space. It's just flying by. Yeah. Yeah. And she redirects it. Um, so, you know, she fires it back off and then gets in their ship and just leaves. I really didn't realize that this was just, like, pocket sand. It's just pocket sand. It's just pocket sand. Except it sticks around for a full four or five minutes. Well, they while have to get. They have to actively, like work to get rid of it. Like this is the bad. This is her version of like leaving them dangling over a lava vat. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's leaving them in a space station with decaying orbit that's apparently about to enter the atmosphere. So it's a pretty good plan, all things considered. Uh, because the only way. So, the spies spend a lot of time fiddling with the controls, trying to get it back into orbit. And, listen, girls, if you if they could have just done that, don't you think they wouldn't have decommissioned the space station? <laughs> but, you know, whatever. They need tension um, or whatever. <laughs> it's a kid's show, I know, I know. Um, so, like, shit starts falling off the space station, starts breaking apart... They crack open a glass window to suck all the stardust out. I feel like um, there was an easier way to do this. <laughs> well, the other best part of it is the suction stops when a big metal... I'm, I'm guessing this look, it looks like a fucking toaster. Hits the window, which blocks off the glass instead of shattering it completely. Yeah, and, and like the... And also the vacuum of space. Also the vacuum of space. Also have a real hard time imagining that, like, she just kind of smacks that window a few times with something. The space station window is not going to break that easily. Yeah. Uh, it is Sam. It's Sam. Uh, yeah, but it's she's Sam. not actually Sam hitting it. it. She's working, like, a mechanism to do it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if she punched that window, I believe it in a right, fucking yeah, heartbeat. Yeah, totally. 
Spies. Spies. Undercover. Undercover. Uh, <gasps> so God. they fiddle with the control some more, and they go into... Uh, they're, they're re-entering the atmosphere. Everything's set on fire. Um, and Alex goes, oh, I have an idea. And she pulls out the nanny remote. Yes. Uh, and Sam and Clover just look at her and go, I would rather <laughs> die, actually. And then they explode. And then they explode in the atmosphere. <laughs> the literal next shot is them as a ball of fire exploding. So great. So great. It's really good. Uh, and then we inexplicably cut over to the space bus uh, that Sam and Clover and Alex are riding in while Miss Dom Lady just chastises them for being bad at their jobs. Right, yeah. Uh, she absolutely just goes on it like, you let an inferior agent fucking dunk on you guys and then you needed me to pick you up, you fucking idiots. Uh, it's like, if I was your superior, you guys would be fucking done, but I'm not, If I was so. your superior, you'd get so many spankings. <laughs> well, no, she can issue those. Right, yeah, of course. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> so, Sam is like, okay, you can drop us off here, and then they jump out of the fucking ship. Yes. I do want to note that for how long it takes for them to get out of the space station, this meteor should have hit ten minutes ago. It's apparently a very slow-falling meteor, even though that's not how gravity works. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't have farther to go than the space station does. It just doesn't. And it got accelerated out by the space yeah, station. Yeah, at some point I thought the space station was the meteor. I'm very confused. No, it's, it is a meteor, the one that they shot before she left the space station. Right, yeah. okay. But they outrun it with their jetpacks. They are faster than fallen meteors with jetpacks. They had to catch up, like, That's in not... hyperspace, like, space with a they spaceship. They go faster than terminal velocity. Yeah. Man. Uh, they pull Ricky Rickman out of his pool just in time for the meteor to hit his pool, but cool off in time to not cause any damage. <laughs> it scrapes up the sides of his pool a bit. Right. Uh, but everything's okay. Uh, and then Lady Luna gets very mad. Oh, so mad. Oh, so mad. Uh, they pull Ricky Rickman out, and he's like, oh my god, you guys he, you guys saved me. I, I don't, I, anyway, I can thank you. And Clover's like, you could just go on a date with me. And he's like, yeah, all right, sure, <laughs> yeah, fine, yeah. who cares? <laughs> Whatever, you saved my life. Yeah, we could do that. Right. Um, and then Lady Luna shows up like, uh, I was gonna kill that guy, so could you guys not? Um, they get in a fight with her, or they go jetpacking off. Um, and I guess it's worth noting that this all happens at sunset. Yeah, like, I, because that's I the know entire that it's like, man, like, the they actually are doing, like, some actual, like, sky work. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, like, it's very pretty when they're flying around chasing her. Um... So, she takes off, and then Clover and Alex stick close to her, and she hits the brake on her jetpack, and then Sam comes up behind her and kicks her so hard she goes flying into the distance. Right. And then they start um, fighting, and, then- and Lady Luna just makes <laughs> sultry poses in the air to dodge them. So, no, the shot after Sam kicks her, when we look back at Lady Luna, oh, she's yeah. holding her butt out, and there's red lines coming uh, off also of it. Also, I do yeah, love yeah. that when uh, Ricky Eckman's about to uh, die, she's like... The god of war, Mars, will soon have his revenge. 
<laughs> also, Ricky recommended so reading a magazine that has him on the cover. <laughs> God, you're right. Um, so she takes off again. They have the fight scene, which is her just dodging attacks and like flipping around doing poses. Um, and she like says that it's because she's trained a bunch in zero G. Yeah. Uh, that she can do all this. Which apparently Clover has forgot all her zero G fighting training that she did not three episodes ago. <laughs> right. She doesn't remember what it's like to be floating. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of floating so in the this. So the lady pulls out a gun. <laughs> the lady pulls out a gun. Uh, and she... <laughs> hang on, I quoted it to Luke because I could not believe... <laughs> The words. Um, what this lady says is, uh, you know what the most powerful star is? The sun. And then she shoots her laser gun that's solar powered. I mean, that's not, it's not, and it's not true. First of all, that's not true. <laughs> and, and secondly, like, I, like the sun is a star. You're just talking nonsense, lady. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, it's not the most powerful star. It's it's not. It's not. It's just also, not. It's medium. Yeah, it's when it's, she talks about her ZRG training, star. she does say, "You don't think I spent all that time sipping juice boxes, do ya?" <laughs> I remember so much. <laughs> She's really good. I just want the show to be about her. <laughs> so she fires off the laser. Uh. One time, she catches them all square in the chest. It doesn't seem to do anything, It's literally though. just the gun from Boktai. Yeah. Except it doesn't do any damage. Wait, they just, Boktai like, get pushed the... back. They're like, ugh. Yeah, they're not and really then they that just bothered keep... by it. Huh? They're not bothered like, they, by they it. They have, like, cross no, patches like, on their face a bit afterwards. Yeah, uh, like, it's it's a bit warm. Uh, but she goes to the one where you had to actually again. play the game in, like, the sun... Boktai is the one where the yeah. cartridge had a solar panel on it, and to charge up your gun in the game, you had to hold it out in the sunlight. It was made by Hideo Kojima. I the played that, that and Metal I Gear. think the Game Boy Advance was a bad <laughs> system for that was. to be on. Oh yeah, because it didn't no. look good in the sunlight. And then in uh, no. Metal Gear Solid 4, you can unlock that gun as a secret weapon, and when you shoot it, Snake goes, <laughs> SUNLIGHT! <laughs> <laughs> and there's a boss that is a vampire, and it one-hit kills him. That's pretty good. Oh, that's I, really good. I just good. picture him saying sunlight like that guy says floating. Yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly. It kind of is. Um, she tries to shoot the gun again, and it doesn't work anymore uh, because the sun has gone down. Yes. Uh, and then as soon as they realize the sun has gone down, her jetpack stops working, too, because she's all solar-powered. Um, which is weird, because her name's Lady Luna. So you'd think, maybe she's got a nighttime I backup plan. I do know, like, plan. when they right. see, like, when uh, Sam goes, like, oh, you know, your, you know, your battery power just got, your cord just got yanked, and she just does, like, a little motion, like, see, it's nighttime now. It's, see? <laughs> <laughs> see, look, look, I just, look, the sun pulled the cord on you, yeah. see? And Lady Luna looks Get so it? fucking done. <laughs> She's like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. Take me to jail. <laughs> um. 
so... Uh, we come back to the villa. Yes. Uh, and they walk back inside, and they're like, Hey, we finished all our homework, and did the spy mission, and took care of all the chores, and it's before 7 o'clock, can we please have a pizza? Um, and the house is empty, but also clean. Uh, they get... On how the does television. Show up? He shows up on... On the TV. On the television. Uh, really and Jerry's like the entire, like, how dumb this whole thing has always been, because they're always yep. being watched. Yep. Uh, Jerry says, yeah, you know what, the nanny was a bit excessive. What did you guys want on the pizza? Like, mushroom and extra cheese? Okay, great, I'll get that for you. Uh, Wait, well, no, he's more about... just doing that just so he could uh, say, yes, I am always listening to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. Um, and... It, Jerry's like, and listen, it's no big deal because, you know, Gladys is always watching you. Uh, and Sam's like, uh, how's that? And then, like, eight cameras pop out of the ceiling and all stare at them. Yeah. Uh, and they're very creeped out. And Clover's like, okay, I'm gonna go leave for my date now. And then fucking Smart House over here locks the fuck down. Uh, and says, that's an unauthorized date. You can't go on. Yeah, thanks. It's that, that's that cross, cross branding. Yeah. Um, and the episode ends with them laughing at Clover for not being able to go on her date. For being trapped inside a cyber dom's house. She's yep. almost, you could say, homestuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, what they say is that they don't need the nanny anymore because they proved that when they're really in trouble, they'll ask for help. Which, which is not the lesson... That has been set up for this episode. Well, no, not at all. But see, what's really being said here, Sam, when she drunkenly ordered a dom, she ordered the complete package, but Jerry needed confirmation that they knew to use the safe word. And now that they have, now they can upgrade to Gladys. Oh my god. <laughs> and now they can really have some fun. Oh my god. Prove me wrong. I can't. <laughs> So, um, we cut over to... That's, that's uh, the end, isn't it? The vlog. Oh, the vlog, yes, yes! Yeah. <laughs> it is a vlog of Alex laying in a chair. Yeah. Uh, and she goes, oh, I had a dream last night where I was flying, but without the help of a jetpack, uh, all by myself. But wait, well, not by myself, because I was flying with a bunch of birds. <laughs> And the birds were so nice. <laughs> Alex! Uh, <laughs> and she's like, I think it means something. Uh, and then her stomach starts rumbling, and she's like... And then she says, and I quote, <sighs> Or maybe it means that I need to lay off the chipotle sauce at night. Oh. <laughs> Alex, sweetheart. <laughs> Alex. <sighs> and that's the end of the episode. The Chipotle sauce. The Chipotle sauce. God, I love it. Nobody caught that in anywhere in this process. Nobody wanted to. <laughs> and they said, oh, Alex said that? Perfect. Yeah. Um, you guys like that one? Yeah, I like that a lot. I think I liked it more talking about it than when I first watched it. 
Yeah, I... Th- I guess the really the thing that really stands out to me was the villain, just because I love her so much. She's got a just yeah. really cool design. Yeah, good design, yeah. good voice. Yeah, and she's funny. Yeah. Uh, in in the grand scheme of things, so th- I like the villain more than the episode, but the episode's perfectly fine. Um, it's even if it's fucking baffling. Yeah. Yeah, it probably won't go down like as one of the like our fave episodes. Right. But yeah. It, it definitely will probably remember the villain for a while. Listen, season right. three, episode one, really lowered the bar for acceptability on this show. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think just that's every, good. Every I think we're episode... getting a bit too high and mighty in our show, and we needed to <laughs> yeah, we needed to take it down quite a few pegs. Get brought back to earth, right? Mm. Mm. <sighs> <sighs> we got questions. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the question we asked was: Ask us about nannies disuse. Uh, disused space stations in meteors. Whew. Uh, from at Cromfair, Marl. If you had a secret space station, how would you decorate it? Exactly like that. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty good look. <laughs> yeah. I probably wouldn't um, have the candles. That seems like no, bad. No, no candles in space. Bad idea, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not really big on interior decorating in general. Yeah. So, like... Even my room at home is just, you know, my stuff's in here, and that's what I want. You right, know? right. It's it's nothing real, real out of the way. So, uh, and I do, I did like the aesthetic going on in that room. Fuck, just throw some blankets down. You know, put your mattress out there. Everything's cool. Yeah, it's chill. Yeah, I, I want it to be as cyberpunk as possible. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Okay. No, I want it to be very retro futuristic, which. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like like 2001 looking. Just egg nice. chairs okay. yeah. and like red cushions on white seats. Nice. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, from at Chum Purple, uh, Sean, Amelia Bedelia versus uh, Fran Fine, deathmatch. What? What? Amelia Bedelia versus who? Fran Fine, which I do not know who Fran Fine is. I don't know nope, Fran Fine. Either. I'm going to go with Amelia Bedelia. I guess Amelia Bedelia by default. Uh, she is a children's oh, uh, book protagonist who can't do anything right. Right. Uh, Fran Fine is the nanny from The Nanny. Oh, well. Oh, Amelia Bedelia every fucking day of my life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, they're going to go say, hey, the match is in 30 minutes. Just go kill some time while you wait. And Amelia Bedelia is going to murder, like, Kronos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see, Amelia Bedelia is a trickster spirit. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, it, she is. <laughs> she is. No one could actually get all those homophones wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I do like the joke in one of the nanny episodes where she meets Fran Drescher, the actress who plays her. Oh, man. And then complains how annoying she is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really good. Oh, that is like the first video you see. Um, yeah, but yeah, Amelia Bedelia. But Amelia Bedelia. Every day. Yeah. Uh, from at Mike Loves Rabbits, nannies, eh? Did you any of you watch Muppet Babies growing up? I did, yeah. Uh, only yeah. on days where I was sick, right? Because that was the only time it was on. Uh, uh was when I was at school. I don't really remember. I I feel like I remember watching it a lot. Yeah. 
I, I remember like they had like didn't they have like weird movie parodies that makes it like super impossible to for it to get on? Yes, one hundred percent. Like DVD, like they would use like actual because it was made by like Spielberg. Oh really? Okay, I didn't realize it was to that level. Yeah, like I think they would use actual like movie clips at certain points. I gotcha. Um, the only thing that is jumping to mind about Muppet Babies to me at this moment is when they had a Donkey Kong parody because they were playing the Super Pretendo, and then they oh, imagined that they were all Donkey Kong characters, like the nice. original Donkey Kong. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, yep, I don't. Yeah, I don't have okay. anything more. I, d- I watched some of it. Uh, this from uh, at Ariel Manor. Uh, Meteor ready. Five minutes di- of disco sounds. This is for Molly. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh man. Meteor ready. Five minutes oh, God, of disco yeah, sounds. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. God. Get share with I, the rest of the class, or? It's a Common Rider reference. Okay, yeah, thought so. Because uh, Common Rider Meteor's the best one. He's he's a very pretty boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, and also, he's just got the most badass look. Hang on, I'm going to find a picture of him. .google.com Let me see. View image. Why are you linking me something from the nanny? It's that video I was talking about. <laughs> Here, this is Common Rider Meteor. He does uh, look pretty cool. He does look pretty cool. He's got a fucking sick look. Uh, his music aesthetic uh, is disco music. When he transforms, it plays disco music. Nice. Uh, and also, he's got three the little belt thing on his arm. Uh, has attacks that correspond with different planets. So, you know, he activates Mars and he punches somebody, it turns into a big fire explosion. That's cool. Uh, oh, cool. If if you activate the Saturn button, he can throw rings at people. It's, it's fucking dope. He's, he's my favorite boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just wanted to bring this up. Uh, Chelsea at Knit Specubus uh, brought up on our Slack chat. Or not Slack, uh, Discord. Which you should all join. We should probably pin yes. that somewhere. Yes, yeah. Uh, she said that Brittany just has the hairstyles that are near, like, or they're kind of like all the other spies. Uh-huh. So yeah. did they just take all of the DNA from Sam, Clover, <laughs> and Alex and make an ultra teen spy? That explains why Alex is so in love with her. It's all of her girlfriends in one body. <laughs> And her. Yeah. yeah. And her. And she loves herself. She takes care of herself. Yeah. She th- she probably thinks she's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. Alex no, probably does I, have, like, super good self-esteem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Well, except for the time that she was very upset with herself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're... Yeah. I, I'm super into that. <laughs> that's that's yeah. a good idea. I just, you know, that plays further into our, you know, the spies are genetic cre- creations. Right. Yep. Yep. Oh, anything else? Um, and that's it. All right. No. Uh, 
man, that ended up even being a short one, even though we recorded 30 <laughs> minutes of bullshit. I don't, well, well, no, we recorded like 20 minutes of bullshit and then 10 minutes of something very important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not very important. It's important to me, damn it. <laughs> Alright, that's fair. Uh, Luke, speaking of important, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me online on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. Uh, you can find me on AudioEntropy.com where you can find all of us. Uh, I do shows like Teenagers with Attitude and a uh, whole bunch of other stuff that I'll let Ashley plug because I basically all do it with her. Okay, uh, Ashley, where can we find you? You can find me at your librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, I'm mostly p- tweeting and blogging about Nier right mostly now. Mostly about the Cuck comic right now. <laughs> well, it's mostly Listen, about the Cuck comic and Nier. We're recording this on April 5th. Twitter is all about Pepsi ads and Cuck comics right now. <laughs> God. We live in a hell world. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, do you want to plug anything else, Ashley? You want to get anything out there? Uh, I, I have podcasts on audio entropy, such as Cosmic Call, which I do with Luke, which is I'm st- still super proud of. Uh, Transmission Radio, which I do with Molly, which I'm still super proud of. And we gotta record an episode of that. We do. Uh, and let me tell you about Homestuck, which I recorded both these Beldos. Yeah, Bozos is about right. Yeah. We'll not record anymore. Right. Yeah, no, it's been recorded. We, You and I have been done for three months now. Uh, which is the worst. Yep. Uh, and you and Luke have been done for... I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> more than that. We recorded, produced, and released uh, an entire other podcast. In the time since you finished Homestuck. Yep. God, I'm slow yep. at editing those. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y-E-R, uh, betgirl.tumblr.com. Um, you can find... I, I only do shows with you guys, right? Uh, I do uh, well, a Let Me Tell You About Homestuck with Julie now. Yeah, and you do something else. Uh, I mean, we've been on your other show, but... Yeah, Pris and Molly's Movie Night, you can find that yeah. as well. And look um, forward no to the other host of Pris and Molly's Movie Night being on here as a guest spot on the Macrophilia Minute someday soon. Oh, Jesus Christ. If you if you got Pris as a guest on Macrophilia Minute but not on the rest <laughs> of the episode, that would be the funniest fucking thing in the entire world. <laughs> I think that's the plan, right? I mean, I've, listen. God. Huh, so... Okay, wait, 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 wait. I need you all to see this. I need very badly for you all to see this and to get your reaction on recording. Okay, okay. I'm clicking it. Let's see. Wow, bowled over by the hit Sojoy Sex Toys we've been getting today. Guess y'all were thirsty for some... (laughs) Fuck you! God! What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Oh my god! No, my man! No one was thirsty for some cucking! We all thought no. you were dumb shit! Everyone's talking shit about you! Everyone thinks you're a moron! <laughs> oh no! Thirsty for some cucking! <laughs> no! Oh god, just. Like, no, man, no! No one. I. No. You can go to audioentropy.com, hit that donate button to keep us online. Uh, that pays for our hosting costs. We pay for all that out of pocket. Uh, so if you want to help keep us online, you know, shoot us any amount of money. It really helps out. Um, and yeah, that uh, you can find us on iTunes. Give us a review, rate, subscribe. Uh, bump, bump those numbers up for us. We love that. Um, 
you can find so we have uh there is an audio entropy fan discord now that you can also find yes um it's probably easiest to find on ashley's twitter um and you can find the link there um otherwise if you hit any of us up on twitter we gave our handles earlier we could probably get you an invite in there uh if you would like to talk to us about the shows uh and just hang out with some people who also listen to them we may want to pin that to the audio entropy twitter we should probably do that. Yeah, I don't think I have a pinned tweet there yet. Um, yeah, so if you want to find that, you can go to the Audio Entropy Twitter account. I promise I'll have that done by the time this episode goes out. Um, is there... Am I missing it? Next episode, I have to go dig up the name and thing I of saw that. the title of it, and I got very excited. <laughs> I Now I have to go look, because mm-hmm. that's my job. Right. Oh, Evil coffee shop much? Yeah, all right. The girls investigate a series of disappearances at Das Coffee House. Oh, boy. But they're joined by a new whoop spy, Mandy. Oh, man! (laughs) We made it! (laughs) Sam comes across a bubbling coffee bath, but is captured by the owner and made an addicted coffee worker at his factory. (laughs) Again! (laughs) Alex, Clover, and Mandy try to rescue her. I cannot wait. <sighs> this is going to be the best episode. I can't believe it. We finally <laughs> got there. I'm going to be so heartbroken if it's not good. Oh yeah. I'm going to I'm going to die if it's not good. Christ, I'm so excited. See, I was really upset because I thought Mandy became, like, a spy permanently, and it's only for this one episode. No, it's only for this one episode, and I think some more later. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, just this one. Yeah. Yeah, I do not Ooh, think it is boy. just this episode. Okay. No. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's coming up. Everybody get ready for that. Um, is, am I missing anything? Have we forgotten anything? I think I mentioned everything I wanted to mention this week. I I forgot, but, uh, I don't think I mentioned it. Uh, you can find my Patreon at Ashley, uh, patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your money. Give Ashley your fucking money. I've been getting pretty good about putting episodes up pretty early on that. She is a week ahead on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck right now if you want to get all up in that business. Um, Oh, also, I was going to mention I'm putting up an episode of Let Me Tell You About Homestuck every week in April uh, as opposed to every two weeks. So enjoy that. Uh, I have enough backlog that I can do that now. Uh, So I I don't know or think that becomes a permanent thing, but it is a thing for this month at least. And then we'll figure out what we're doing from there. It's, I'm so happy to listen to that. Yeah, it's, so it's good. I'm so happy to record it. It's very good. Because I, I was talking, I think, to you, it, it's the only one of these that I have no hand in. Right, so it's all new. Right, this is all fresh to you, yeah. Yeah. And her reactions have been great. They're perfect so far. Um, We should wrap up here. Does anybody else have anything they want to add before the end of this one? I think we got it. Uh, okay, Ashley, you want to get us out of here? Until next time, my moonbeams. Keep spying. Uh, undercover. Undercover. <laughs> Thank you.
of that that dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just said Meat Mountain. <laughs> there is a man in that movie that makes the Rock look small. <laughs> okay. Him and Vin Him and Vin Diesel have to team up to fight him. At the end of it, they do the Doomsday Device. Yes, they do. Fuck. It's really good. Also, in five, the Rock is so sweaty. The Rock he is, is always, always very sweaty. sweaty. Like, nobody else is sweaty in that movie, but he is just drenched in sweat in every scene. I mean, that sounds like, great. Like, they're just doing a conversation where it's just, like, shot, reverse shot. It's, like, shot of Vin Diesel. He looks fine. Cut back to The Rock. He looks like he just climbed out of the water. <laughs> it's very hot, okay? <laughs> it's very... He probably had to walk a couple steps, and he just got very tired. <laughs> Also, I'm not sure he's capable of putting his arms at his sides. They're always out at, like, a 20-degree angle. Here is what the dude looks like. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How did they find a man who's, like, six rectangles stacked together? <laughs> you watched How it with the commentary, right? Yeah, I did, I did. Uh... Like, I, like, just Vinny instantly, like, who the fuck is that? You're right, he's just amazed. <laughs> also, I love Vinny's crush on uh, Tyrese in those movies. Oh, it's adorable. Like, in, in the second movie, Tyrese takes his shirt off and Vinny just gasps. <laughs> like, he, he's like a god. <laughs> he has such a crush on Tyrese. Uh, yeah, so I had seen, before I had seen one, two... I had seen nothing. Uh, five and six. Uh-huh. Uh, so I had never seen three. Three is a hell of a movie. Oh, three's great, yeah. It's it's a different <laughs> kind of great, but it's great. Uh, like, the, the ending of that is super good. Well, when they race down the sacred drift mountain? <laughs> yes, that, and then also the, uh, ending reveal of Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just like a fuck yeah moment. Oh yeah, totally. God about the twist in six and like when we watching it, I like was surprised again. Oh, were the the ladies the bad cop? Yes. Yeah, that was a good heel turn. She she's a cop, but not a cop. <laughs> I love their characterization of Paul Walker. That he just constantly mumbles, "I'm a cop" to everybody. <laughs> I'm a cop. And then by, like, the fourth movie, his wife is just like, honey, no, you're not anymore. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm a cop? Because <laughs> he does just tell people that for no fucking reason in the first movie. Yeah. The, I, I still think, like, when he told Vin Diesel, like, the fucking rage in Vin Diesel's eyes. Oh, yeah. God. Good movies. I'm very sad there's not more hyperspace NOS in the later movies, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, NOS becomes less of a thing. They do have the NOS-powered harpoon gun, and is that... I think that's six, right? Yeah, they shoot that lady outside the airplane with the harpoon gun. Oh, right, God. I love that they're going so fast down that runway that anyone that hits the pavement just, like, disintegrates. <laughs> Like, they just don't bother to render, like, a CGI model of them bouncing away or anything. They're just gone. I, I do love uh, Han's girlfriend's death. It's so fucking good. It's so, it's 
Okay, so Molly, like, uh huh. She is like about to like fall off this like a car that is getting dragged by an airplane. Long story. Right, they're uh, on a runway. There's an airplane that is flying, like running down the runway, and this car is grappling hooked to it. Okay. So they're and going like, a million miles an hour. And like dangling. Yeah. Right, and he's got her. He's gonna pull her back up, but she can see there's a bad guy sneaking up behind him, and he's he's gonna kill him. So she lets go, and as she's falling to her death, pulls out two pistols and shoots the guy. What the fuck? (laughs) And then, like I said, she hits the pavement, and she's just gone. Fuck. Uh, And then also, like, man, Han's so cool. Han's the coolest. Han is the coolest character in that series. Although I do love how every fucking movie they have to talk about, I think I'm going to go to Tokyo. (laughs) And so, yeah, like, they say that at the end of five because they thought that was going to be the end of it. Right. But then they're like... Well, but even in five, he's like, ah, we'll get to Tokyo eventually. Oh, yeah, but... No, because at the the beginning of six, they're in Tokyo. Wait, are they? Yeah, that's, like, he and her, and then they get the call from... Hobbs. Oh, I didn't realize they were already in Tokyo. Because, no, at the end, when he's all sad that she's dead, everyone's like, so you're finally going to go to Tokyo, huh? Oh, maybe they're just like a... Like a... They may have just been a, in a ramen shop. Yeah, sure. All of the cops for Japanese. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it was just a ramen shop. Maybe. God, it's so good. Or, like, all the fucking fight scenes between uh, Gina Carlo and uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, uh-huh. Just that brutal fucking fight in the subway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Molly, in three, you know, it's all, like, <laughs> an American high school kid has to come live in Japan because he's done too many race crimes. <laughs> Not that kind of way. They're all racing crimes. <laughs> I realize what you meant, but continue. Yeah, too many car crimes. And uh, all the street racers in Japan drift race, and he doesn't know how to drift. So even though he's a real good racer, he keeps getting beaten. So he's got to learn how to drift, and his Japanese buddy takes him to the mountain where the drift racers of yore first discovered the technique of drifting. No. Yes. It's so good. <laughs> Molly, like, you probably will not watch them all at once, but we will watch uh, the good majority of the Fast and Furious yeah. movies. Like when they're showing off how good the bad guy is at drifting, they're doing like a race around a uh, parking garage, and he goes into a drift, and like it kind of turns CG-ish as it shows that his like car comes a millimeter away from scratching against the wall, oh. and then the. The American kid just smashes straight into the wall. Of course. Of course. Right. And then the bad guy drifts all the way around like the looping thing out of the parking garage. Like the corkscrew. It's so good. Like, by the end of the, like, by six and five, like, you care for those characters. Oh, yeah. It's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the like doofiest shit, and I love it. At the end of six, Vin Diesel drives a car through an airplane that's on fire. Yep. Uh huh. 
<laughs> and I am very grateful that Alex said to you know point it out to pay attention to how long that runway is. It's so long. It goes on forever. I think like the final like thirty minutes of that movie take place on that runway. Yeah, that sounds about right. And they're going at top speed the entire time. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Cannot wait. They put those out on Fridays, right? Yeah. yeah. It's Friday. Cannot wait for them to do seven. Oh, uh, it's. I almost. It'd be very, very hard to do, but I want them to do, like, the thing that uh, some directors do where they will put out a commentary track while their movie's still in the theaters. Right. The only problem is they would have to have, like, a screener of the movie or, like, rent out a theater so they could talk during it. Oh boy! Hey, do you guys want to record our our podcast show that we do? Or yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>